Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Shereen Langan. Joining me in studio right now is Richard Kiley. He's a professional MMA fighter and he's actually going to be performing at Bellator next week. So, hello, how are you? How are you doing? Good, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. I got, good. I got it right anyway, I didn't say Keely. <laughs> <laughs> that's because I had to correct you about three or four times prior to this interview, but that's okay. I know, I've no idea why I even had that <laughs> in my head. I'll break it down phonetically um, for you. <laughs> so come here to me. What What was it that you said that you wanted me to call you? Um, the face. The face. The face, I didn't say. I think you said that I am the face of Bellator and I agreed, <laughs> so... Uh, I actually, so we roll with that. I saw, um, I saw the press conference that you did for Bellator. Yeah, and I know, I know that that came up in it a lot. So, can you just explain to the people listening what what you mean by the face of Bellator? Um, it's 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 not so much that I mean that in particular. It's just that I've established myself as the face of Bellator in a very very short period of time, and by that I mean one fight. Um, and I know people were laughing and saying, "How is he the face of Bellator? He's only fought one fight." But now I'm fighting the poster boy of Bellator MMA and Michael Venom Page. Um. He is their, I suppose, exactly what I just said. He's, he's their poster boy. He is their um, their main name. Um, so once I uh, I knock out Michael Venom Page on the 27th of September, um, I will be, un- uh, unequivocally, I'll be the, the face of Bellator. Um, and anyone who wants to argue with me will just be wrong. So that's the way it is. I love that. We'll just be wrong. So speaking <laughs> about um, MMA in general, one yeah. thing that I really wanted to ask you is obviously there has been such a build-up coming up to this between the two of you. Yeah. Win or lose, will you shake his hand? Now, before you correct it, I know you're going to be like, I'm going to win. But anyways, regardless of the result, will you shake his hand afterwards? I will correct you because I am going to win. <laughs> 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 will I shake his hand? Come here, listen, I have nothing personal against this guy. So there's no... Um, animosity I, d- I dislike him I dislike him but there's loads of people I dislike you know but uh, I disagree with how he conducts himself I disagree with uh, you know his um, I suppose his cage etiquette after it, after it so I have no issue with shaking anyone's hand um, but that doesn't mean I'm going to be going around chasing and, and hoping he shakes my hand if he you know if he conducts himself in a proper fashion um, and he wakes up in time for me to um, he wakes up in time then I'll, I will just shake his hand um, but like I said, if he doesn't conduct himself correctly, then I won't shake his hand. This is like um, so. Say what you want about me, but I'm I am sportsman. I am sportsman. Like so, I don't. After I knock him out, I'll be happy to shake his hand. Um, you know that's that's not something that that's not something that plays me. It's not something that I've given much consideration and much much weight to. You know, if he wants to be gentleman, like well, then there's no problem. I'll, um, I'm happy to facilitate him with a handshake. That's fair enough. No, because I was chatting to um. Kiefer, I was saying that yep. Kiefer Crosby was in and one of the things he, we were chatting about mm. was like respect in MMA in general and he's like yep. regardless of whatever goes on like 
he should always show a level of respect afterwards. Well, I don't think that's particularly pertains to MMA. I think that pertains to show a level of respect in a like in general to people in, in life. Now I know that might sound rich coming from me, considering the, the stick I give him <laughs> on, a, on social media. But you know the fact that I dislike him as a person, the fact that you know. I do give him stick. There's a there is an element of pantomime to it, but there's also a, that's there's also a genuine, um, there's also a genuine purpose there. I don't I, I don't particularly like the guy, um, but that doesn't mean that like anyone that steps there, anyone that steps into the cage, I respect for it. Irregardless of the level, it doesn't matter whether it's the tree arena or whether it's the some hall in a, a GAA club. You know, anyone that steps in deserves a level of respect because there's a there's a degree of courage that is required, um, irrespective of the skill level. Yeah. So, yeah, no fair. And you were saying that um, what this is your fourth professional fight. This well, I've had four professional fights. This will be my fifth professional fight. Okay, so yeah. when when did you decide to turn pro? Um, that would have been, I think it would have been back in twenty fifteen, maybe twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen, maybe. Um, I was an operations manager in an insurance company, and uh, I've done martial arts all my life. So I've saw other people um doing um competing in MMA, and I just thought I could do it better. Um, so Sorry, I left I the just, job I, I actually love that answer I just thought I could do it better well <laughs> I know you might laugh but no, I've, I'm not I've, laughing I've, since, you. I I've like... since proved that I am doing it better mm. um, so I've proved myself right um, but um, yeah I did I left I left the, the job the insurance company I had a discussion with my coach Dave Roach and John Cavanagh I said I think I can uh, I can do this for. I, I said I'll give myself a year and I'll see how far I get in a year so within the space of a year um, I became the face of Bama, which was the biggest European organization. And within three fights, I uh, I I fought for a world title. Um, and now within this, on my fifth fight, I'm the face of one of the biggest organizations in the world. I'll be fighting one of their biggest names in the world. So there's nobody in global MMA that has done what I've done. Never mind in Irish MMA. Um, so within it's not beyond the realms of possibility that after I knock out Michael Venom Page on uh, the 27th, that in my sixth fight. I'll be fighting for a world title in um you know, and there's nobody that has done that in global MMA. Mm. So when you say that you've been doing it all your life, what age exactly did you start? I started doing I started doing uh, kick I started I remember I did karate at seven. <laughs> I saw the karate kid and I decided I wanted to wear a, a, a white suit and I wanted to crane kick someone. And uh I went into karate and they let out this thing called a key when they they throw a punch and they all shout and I thought they were all shouting at me so I ran out of the gym I was like no way I'm never <laughs> going back to that um, uh, but then I went up to Kung Fu I started Kung Fu and from there I went into point fighting and then full contact fighting and I've done all of, uh, I suppose I've done all forms of martial arts boxing K1 Muay Thai and then I said I'll give this MMA uh, business a go and it, that's proved to be a uh, a good decision on my part I think yeah no hundred. there's been mm. such a massive rise in MMA even amongst like I was telling you like I do it as a complete hobby yeah, yeah, yeah. so do you even see that in your own gym that there's a lot of people that like working parents and stuff that just kind of pop down and dabble in it well that's what I'm doing I still work full time so I'm just like beating up Michael Venipage is my part time job <laughs> I'm just I'm just doing this for the crack Um, so you know I, I work 9 to 5 Monday to Friday Um, I pop out on lunch do some rounds um, against people that replicate um, Michael and then like I said and instead of going out on a beer on Friday, on Friday night to 27 I'm just going to turn up at a tree arena knock him out and take his place as the face of Bellator it's our role <laughs>
<laughs> um, do you find it challenging to work full time and to be training outside no, of the No, in fairness, my boss is very, very flexible. He's actually a big MMA fan, so um, he provides me with that flexibility to, to go train. And it's it is it is challenging. Um, it is challenging managing diet and you're going from work and then managing a the family of a little boy. Um, so in terms of time, it's challenging to fit everything in. But you know, in terms of is it challenging a, a mentally or a pressure? No, I enjoy it. Like I said, this is my part-time, this is my part-time job. I do this for the crack um, and it just so happens I'm really good at it. Yeah, no, fair enough. But in, I've always wondered with, um, I mean, I think I did, I've done one jiu-jitsu competition and I was like, <laughs> I'm never doing this again and I lost it just to add that in there. So you still I, did it though, fair play. You I still know, did it. but I think my ego's a bit free. <laughs> <So> <laughs> <it> was, <laughs> none of us even got a takedown, so I was absolutely fuming leaving the place. So I was like, is that it? But um, what I found was I remember walking out and I couldn't even see. It was like this adrenaline went through my body yeah, yeah. and the whole room just went white and I couldn't see anything. Yeah. Would you still get nerves? Not to that extent walking out. Everyone everyone gets nerves. Like I said, to see, the, see what you were after saying there, that's no different to what um, most people feel. Um, John Cavanagh has said it best, I think. He he, uh, he really, uh, I kind of, you know, hit the nail on the head when he said that to some people that are look brilliant in the gym, but once they get out and under the lights, that pressure gets to them. And it affects them, you know, and, you know, they don't perform as they could. He said that I was the opposite, you know, um, that once I get under those lights, you know, I perform, I rise to the occasion and perform my best. And I think, in fairness to Michael, he's the same. The two of us, you know, are, I suppose, larger than life characters. We're ostentatious in terms of our fighting style. Um, and that's what I think is the intrigue of this fight. You know, it's two guys that walk in with their hands down, their chin up. Um, one wears pink hot pants and wears them very well mm. um, but you know that's the intrigue and the fact is that anything can happen in this fight someone can go get knocked out very very quickly um, and it's whoever makes them I'm a realist I know it's whoever makes the first mistake um, but I think I'm more intelligent than him even if the two even if our both our athletic abilities are the same I'm more intelligent than him I can make him make a mistake before he makes me make a mistake and I think that's where my biggest advantage is in this fight Mm. So obviously MMA is on the rise It has <coughs> been on the rise for so long yep. And it's be, I think it's becoming like Almost like a saturated market What do you think Kind of makes a standout fighter? That's Yeah that's that's a that's a really good question um, I don't know I think it has to be authentic um, You know <laughs> I suppose I'm an anomaly Insofar as that Within four fights I'm Within four fights, the matter coming so far. I don't know. I don't know why. Um, I know I'm divisive. I know people. There's loads of people dislike me. There's loads of people that like me. Um, but what I do know is that everyone has an opinion. Anyone who's interested in MMA has an opinion on me, and they'll tune in to watch me fight. Because apart from my being entertained outside the cage, you know, I bring knockouts inside the cage. Um, but I can't differentiate. All I can say is that I'm authentic. You know, I'm divisive absolutely. But you know, there's other people that I I see, I suppose, and they they're they think there's a formula and they try and replicate that formula and maybe it doesn't come across authentic and people you know they don't like it and they just don't subscribe to it but I don't know this is the question if I knew that I'd bottle it and sell it <laughs> no that's fair enough no I get what you're saying though I feel like there's actually like a hundred um, McGregor clones <coughs> running around the place yeah there is and like to be fair to them they're looking at someone who's out to doing being wildly successful Um, that's I'm not I don't subscribe to that the only the only I suppose similarities there is that the two of us are Irish we come from working class backgrounds we're brash um, and we knock people out but apart from that we're, we're very very different in terms of our personalities how we conduct ourselves how we 
how we speak and um, even our fighting styles are different you know so but i get what you're saying yeah there are people that look to um look to connor and they want to say well is if that's the formula for success but there's only connor is a is like the was like the perfect storm um you know he was the right person the right skill set at the right time um just uh, and he was on that cusp of that mma wave when it really uh, exploded so i don't blame people for uh for looking at but it would, if i was that advise someone I'd, I'd say be yourself um because that's what that's what really uh people buy into and it, they don't it doesn't matter that, that doesn't mean they're gonna like you they might dislike you and then you might have the majority of people disliking it yeah but that's okay too as long as they're paying attention to you yeah no definitely and one thing I think that is very very obvious amongst fighters because you mentioned that a majority of them would be yeah. working class because so I remember someone said it to me in the gym before he was like sure you know it has to be like this is <sighs> it like there's no other option for you to have that passion but obviously you're, you're working full time as well so where does your passion come from? Um, that's a, that's a good question that's a question I've never been asked before Um, that's what we like to do here <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I like to challenge myself. I always wanted to be the best and competitive. Um, you know, I don't know. I like, I like going. Out, I like putting myself in uncomfortable situations, challenging environments. Whether that's in my career, whether that's you know in martial arts, whether that's in educational uh, pursuits. Um, you know, and that's the only, that's the only thing I can think of. To but like, if there's a challenge, if there's something there that someone says that I can't do, well, then I'm gonna do it. And more often than not, I succeed. And uh, fighting Michael Page isn't going to be any different, you know. Like people, th- most people are saying that this is going to be a what? This is going to be a, a gimme fight for him because I'm and they they're looking at it disparity in records. I'm three and one, he's uh, fourteen and one, I think. Um, and that's what they're basing this on. But they don't see the years I've, t- I've trained martial arts. He has never fought a fighter like me. Um, and I'm unequivocal on that. He's never fought a fighter with my skill set. He's never fought a fighter that can move like him. He's never fought a fighter who can turn his lights out from the distance that he can move that like he's comfortable he fights in a comfort zone he fights against fighters that he knows that he can keep the distance in this instance I'm I'm able to cover that distance and if I touch him I know he's going out flip side being I also recognise the fact that um, if I make a mistake and give him an opportunity the likelihood is that I'll go out on my shield and that's the intrigue of this fight and that's why it's a challenge and that's why I you know I love I, I can't wait to go out there really I'm really excited for it yeah no definitely yeah no because that's one thing that I've noticed because I've been watching a couple of fights and there was <laughs> one in particular I won't say his name because I'm, I'm actually very very fond of him yeah. but he was he was known for a certain skill set and he ended up getting knocked out I think in like the second round and I just remember sitting there being like oh my god it's like you're saying it was one small mistake and that was it it's it's fine margins you know the difference between a, the difference between a, a bad fighter and a good fighter you know there's a huge gulf you know difference between a very good fighter and a world-class fighter is the fine margins but the fine margins are the most important aspect of it um, because that's where these little mistakes are made and you know the world-class fighters will capitalize on those uh, those little mistakes and both him and I can do both can do that capitalize on those mistakes um, and that's you know if I wasn't fighting this fight I'd be you know if I wasn't fighting I'd be sitting in the stands watching it that's how um, that's how intriguing this fight is really is like even from a even if you hate both of us um, you'll still watch it for the entertainment value of course yeah but the build up alone would have gotten people attracted to it I suppose Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it yeah. Play, but it plays a massive part in it because people would then they feel like they're involved in it it does well I think the, <laughs> the one thing you get with, and not to toot my own horn actually yeah I'm going to toot my own horn here um, oh ha, have you not been have you not been doing it up to now no, I'm just being I'm just being <laughs> honest it's just, it's just I'm deadly <laughs> um, 
like my weigh-ins, my press conferences, they've always been entertaining and like they've gone viral. I think one of my fights, I think um, my weigh-in got a bit heated and uh, I think my weigh-in got more views than most people's fights the following day. Um, And the same with his press conference. His press conference went viral and, you know, and because he got roasted, he normally is the... uh, he normally is the hammer and his opponent is the nail and this time the the roles were reversed you know I was the hammer he was the nail you know despite his efforts to the contrary yeah I have to ask though do you ever have mornings where you wake up with even the smallest bit of doubt the smallest bit of doubt yeah doubt in what just it just I don't know just not I wouldn't say in your ability but as in not in this fight in general yeah. but obviously you're so filled with self-belief and I know that I have mornings where I wake up and I'm like oh my God, like, where is this going? What's happening? You're in such a competitive market. Do you ever even have, like, one off day? No, well, an off day, it dep- I don't really understand what you mean. Like, it, it, do I doubt my, I absolutely never, ever doubt my ability. Never doubted my ability. And I, I can be, you know, I'm I'm very clear on that. I'm, that I've never doubted my ability. I know my ability because I've been tested against world-class opponents. So I get tested against world-class training partners day in, day out in um, in the gym. So I have absolutely no doubts about my ability. Do I do I think that it's possible that I will lose? Of course it's possible that I will lose. You know, like I said, it's fine margins here. If I make a mistake, um if I make a mistake, well then absolutely there's a there's a possibility that, that I can lose this fight and get knocked out. However, the good thing is that's all in my control. I control whether I make the mistake or not. Okay, it's not in his control whether he you know, I know what he does, I know what it, I've 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 seen that fighting style countless times, so you know, if he wins, that's my fault. It's not because he's a better fighter. It's because I made the lapse in concentration and I made a mistake. I got complacent. Similar to how he got knocked out in those last fights. That was complacency. Well, you know, I'm a realist. I see he was probably getting the better of the exchanges and defeat against Douglas Lima. Um, and he got overly complacent. You know, and that's what happened. That's That can happen. But do I, just to circle back to your, to your question, do I ever wake up with a... Um, you know, with a bit of self doubt. A sliver of doubt. Um, no, was the question. No, was the answer to your question. In terms, in terms, we're talking purely in terms of of um, of fight my fighting ability. No, is the question. Okay. No, the Unreal. Answer. Well, geez, I, I I wish I had the <laughs> level of self belief that you walk around with. Um, if people want to follow you, do you want to give out your social media handles? Yeah, it's Richard Coily MMA on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, and yeah, I think that's it. Okay, unreal. So, yeah. Thanks so much for walking down and best best luck. Not a lot that you need, <laughs> but I'll, I'll see you on the night anyway. Thanks for having me. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Shereen Langan. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.